Welcome back to our podcast, All Things Black and White, JK. We are on episode ep- number four. I remembered this time. I was just going to make sure just in case you tripped over. I'm Kim. I'm Jay. And you can find us on all social media platforms at All Things BNWJK. BNWJK. See how it just rolled off the tongue for yeah, me? Yeah, you were a little bit quicker than me. I get yeah, it. Yeah, it's not that slow pause. All Things W. At least I didn't do B as in boy. N as in night. <laughs> so, w as in. What are we talking about today? Relationships. Mm, that's a pretty loaded question, though. Ah, but we all have them. I do. Yeah, we do. We, I think sometimes, though, we tend to try and mock our relationships to what we see on TV, what our parents were when we grew up. Um, we, we try and identify with other things. And maybe, just maybe, hear me out. It doesn't have to be those things. What? It could be your own unique individual relationship. Because guess what? It's those only two people that's involved in that relationship, right? It should be. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, kids. Technically. All this other stuff like that. Well, yeah. I look. I don't. All right. 2020. That's not always true. Well, okay. That's <laughs> yeah, not true. But, that's true. Okay. Let me rephrase that. How about it only matters for the people involved in the relationship? Actually, I will tell you, I have been approached a couple times to be in a polyamorous relationship. I ain't going to touch that one. I'm just going to leave that alone, okay? Once was by a guy in a kilt. Anyways, wait, what? I still said no. A kilt? All right, for, you know what? No. Let's, <laughs> let's just get back to the subject, man. So when we talk about relationships, a lot of times we immediately go to boyfriend marriage, that, that sort of thing. Yeah, But of relationships... Are, are beyond that like like all levels of relationships we may be talking on this particular episode mostly about relationships in that definition boyfriend, well yeah boyfriend girlfriend thing. marriage you know i'm in my i don't even know how to define mine like we're not married we're married but you know we're at our separation of space right now mm-hmm. trying to figure that out so yeah it, it happens mine happens Thanksgiving 2008. <laughs> okay, so you got a separation. little bit more of a uh, <laughs> time on that in between time than uh-huh. yeah. what well, Kathy and I are going through. We had, right, I mean, our our separation just ended. I mean, we moved through our divorce rather quickly, but we knew that that's that, that we were at the end of our you relationship. Were, you determined uh-huh. on it. Oh yeah, and uh, teaser for everyone. Back in episode zero, and I was like, wait till you hear about her <laughs> marriage story. This is it. Well, yes, this is this is true. So a little bit of a back story. I married very very young. I we actually moved out halfway through my senior year of high school. So you guys were like actual high school sweethearts. Uh, yeah. I mean, he dated a friend of mine, and I didn't meet him at that time. But wait, later sorry, on, what? he dated a friend of mine. Blah blah blah. We didn't meet because I didn't. But yes, later okay. on, it, later on that happened. Um, so we we got married. Uh, I had to be nineteen. So by the time we, you know, halfway through very my senior year, I was very very young. We had our first child when I was twenty. And we just moved. We lived in a small town in central rural cornfield, Illinois. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's what you did. You, <laughs> you go to the sock hop. You go get a pop. I am not old enough to go to a sock hop. <laughs> but yes, yeah, something like that. <laughs> I mean, you had your choices. You either 
I mean, marriage was, was the choice. You, you got married and you had babies. Okay. So. So very not too 20-ish. Did you say 1920-ish? I said very not too 20. <laughs> very not 2020-ish. How about that? Okay. That makes more sense. I was yeah. like, 1920s was a long time ago. Oh, gosh. A little right. bit before my Russian time. Russian here, see? <laughs> Back in my day. Oh, here we go. So, so yes, we, we married very young. And I want... I want to say that at that point in time, we, as much as you can, when you're 17, 18, 19, we cared about each other. Yeah. And I looked at him and his family as a safe option because they were normal. And I come from a family with with high dynamic personalities. Yeah. Well, also think like when you're like, if that's 16, 17, 18, it's not that you're not in love. You're in love, but love is different at that age. I think I was in love with the idea of love. Okay. I mean, I, do, I don't know if I was even mature enough to know. But that's what I'm saying. What like, you was. do still feel love at that age. I just, a a love that is significant enough to be considered strong enough for a marriage, I don't think it's something that you had a capacity of understanding at that no, point. I, I mean, you love this person, absolutely. But the actual true depth of understanding the eternity phrase, the death do you part phrase... Was it's not conceptual at that point. I liked the security. I liked that 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 part of it. I liked right. that stability. And honestly, I can remember back to when he proposed, and I will tell you that it was it was me pushing and pushing and pushing and proposing. Wait, you pushed him to propose? Oh, yes, I did. So obviously, it was meant to be. So you pushed the man off the bridge. <laughs> Poor guy. Oh, I'm joking, kind of. Whatever, whatever. <laughs> So anyway, we we did move move. I mean, we we were together for a couple of years before we ended up getting married. But um, we were married for seventeen years. But you were married for seventeen years. Seventeen years. Whoa. Seventeen years. I, wow, that was a long time. That's a long I didn't realize time. it was that. Oh, but I mean, yeah, you did do a lot in your marriage. The seventeen years would make sense. I just didn't yeah. realize that. It was it was a long time. Well, starting young, so, seventeen years. Yeah, yeah okay. we we started off. We had our first child. Um, I had a second one three and a half years later, had complications, you know, all these things. <clears throat> I had health issues, all these things kind of, you know, kept us together. And then I think he was probably five or six years into the marriage. Okay. We're driving, we're driving down the road and he looks over and he's like, you know, I want to be a pastor. <laughs> She's and driving I- down the road and like, Hey, you know what? Listen. God works in mysterious ways, all right? He made his calling out to him while he was driving. Look, I'm a Christian, so I'm not going to be the person to knock it, but I'm just saying, God calls to us in strange times. We weren't even attending church at this point in time. It was a very big surprise. It was a miracle. It was God bless everyone. (laughs) Okay, Tiny Tim. My first reaction, and I kid you not, was, who's going to be your wife? (laughs) Well... I would hope it would have been you in this time frame. Well, I'm like, I don't play the piano. I can't sing. Oh, don't you <laughs> dare. Don't, even know. don't you dare come after preacher's wives like that. I made a great preacher. Well, I'm oh, not going to say. So, like, except for when I referred to the baptism as a jacuzzi uh, during a board meeting. Not, not cool. It had jets. It had jets. Like, why can't I re- use it on a Tuesday? Nobody's using it on a Tuesday. of Christianity. You're being reborn. Yeah, exactly. Well, why can't I be reborn on a Tuesday? Yeah, okay, anyways. 
back to it. Oh, man. So anyway, we, we worked toward him becoming pastor. He became a pastor. We, we grew very... First of all, I didn't think that he would actually finish to become a pastor. I'm, I'm grateful he did. I'm very, he's a, he's a great speaker. So you were gambling on this cause right here. You were, you were being the supportive wife of, Hey, honey, I want to go be an astronaut. And you're like, well, all right, let me go pack your lunch. (laughs) Not much food up there in space. That, that, that was your goal. Absolutely. I'm like, well, we better find you a church. We better figure out how to make this happen. It's not going to happen because, you mean, you wanted to be a veterinarian. Uh, you wanted, yes. Belief. You gave it to him. I mean. You helped affirm his plan by God. I am a vessel. All right. Yep. <laughs> nope. Nope. That's what you just See, said. See, no. You, yep. you just destroyed it. Keep going. <laughs> so, so we became very, we, we were very, we're both very, I mean, I'm not passive now, but we were both. <laughs> Let me take you back to a time where I was very shy and uh-huh. passive. It was a while ago. So anyway, we were both very passive, very apathetic, but we were uncertain how to detangle. So he came from a family who was very much like there weren't a lot of divorce. There were there weren't. I don't even know if anybody in his family that I can think of had been. Now was this? Now were they? Religious. His mom's side was Catholic. Is Catholic. His dad's side's Pentecostal. Oh, so, so two he was varying ranges. <laughs> he was raised. He was. They were married in the Pente- or the Catholic Church, and he was raised Pentecostal up until he was oh, like. Oh, okay. 12. So they used to. You know, they used to me like going to church at eleven, getting out at five o'clock. Right. On an early day. I mean, he did not go into preaching in a Pentecostal church. We went into a very non-denominational <laughs> denomination. Yeah. Otherwise, had twelve to one. I mean, I wasn't even able to, I, I could serve communion, except to the one guy that wouldn't take it from passing communion. Uh, I'm like, dude, you're not going to get your grape juice then. <laughs> no, stop. No, stop. No, we're not doing that. So towards the end of uh, end of our marriage, I mean, we basically turned into to roommates. We weren't really connected in that way, but we would go to church. We would present as a family unit. unit. Now, when you look at my side of the family, we had seen a lot, but it was it was ugly divorce. It was fighting and bickering, and a lot of the issues that resulted, the fallout from that, was on the children. Right. So I was terrified. Like, how do we how do we do this without messing up? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Honestly. So the kids at that time were um, Courtney was fourteen and Curtis was eleven. Oh, okay. So. They were, I mean, they were old enough. They were going, you know, they were well-established in their small community of, in a Southern. And um, so, yeah, it was just like, how, how do we do this? Um, I'm not saying that we never had arguments. We did. But we, at some point, both made the commitment, not necessarily to each other, but internally, however it was, to, to put the kids first. Like, whatever we did, we're still, I mean, we're still connected. Right. I, no, we still have It'll graduations. Absolutely. And we always will. It does not matter if they turn 18 and move on with their life, which they have. Right. <laughs> but we're still connected. When we have grandkids, all of those things, we're still going to be. Yeah, I understand that. Um, so it, it's just, it's hard to see people when they, when they do separate and they, they get into this hostile environment uh, or hostility with each other. And. It's all about using the kids as pawns and 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 that sort of thing, and it's it, it's it's unfortunate. It's sad. The kids become a bargaining chip, you know. They become a 
if you want to see them, you have to do this or uh, a, a bad perspective of it is it also becomes where the parents belittle each other through the kids. Oh, and, yeah. you know, there's a there's a developmental loss, I think, that's happened with them making these bonds of relationships later on in life. But I want to back up a little bit because you were talking about when you guys were being good roommates, which that's like one of the first subjects that I want to get in here. The beginnings of being trapped in a marriage, right? Like I'm ready to get out, but I don't know how to get out. And I think that is maybe one of the hardest ones to recognize because you want to just chalk it up to we were having a fight or, you know, we just we've been in a rut. We, you know, we got to shake it up. Like just things aren't right. And let it be clear, there's a difference in feeling trapped in a relationship and just giving up too early. Um, and I, I've i experienced, so for the people out there, you know, like I am still technically married. Um, I'm going through this separation point, I guess you would say, where we're living in two different households. Now, we spend still the majority of the time with the kids together and things like that. We do activities by ourselves, too, to kind of like help keep that friendship close. Because the biggest goal for us right now is staying as close together for friends for our kids. Because the kids never asked to be into this situation. They didn't make the choice of being born or anything like that. So we have a responsibility to make sure that developmentally develop mentally they're in a spot where that they're not making they don't feel a loss because mommy and daddy are not living you know uh and there's a diff i i feel like we got to a point where we felt trapped in our own individual means and reasons um i know like when i talked to kathy hers when she felt overwhelmed you know uh she did the majority of like the carrying the household monetarily and things like that with her job uh, while I was going through school and she felt stressed a lot to the point that it was like I could be doing more in the household and I felt trapped uh, for just my reasons that I had you know um, so one thing that I definitely do believe in retrospect a big thing that caused a stressor for what us was the fact that I'm in the military. I'm a reservist uh, now because she was not with me when I was on duty. Um, and it was hard for us, uh, mainly because my roles uh, in the military is pretty busy. I find myself going, uh, I'm away from home, you know, more than just your standard two days a month, two weeks a year. I'm doing those. Plus, you know, there's times where I'm gone for a couple of months then I'm gone for deployments. And then when I come home from deployments, I'm, I'm looking at going to another deployment and things like that. So we got to the point where, and we had this conversation that it almost seemed that we were better as a married a couple in two different countries than we were together. And it's because we were able to have our own separate lives in a sense, and we didn't feel the pressure of the standards between each other. Um, so that was one that I think was very difficult for us that when we got back together and we were like what we were going to do and making the decision of divorce or separation or how we should go through that, uh, we settled on this thing here where, you know, we're in this like no man's land type thing. Um, 
But, you know, that's not every military couple. No, I'm not here to sit here and put that stigma out. I mean, are there a lot of divorces in the military? Of course. It's not an easy job. No, but that's a lot of stress to put on a relationship. A lot of stress. An individual, let yeah. alone a family. I mean, a, a job where someone is traveling a lot is already hard enough. But then you put on the stressors of the military, especially in like a deployment type situation. Uh, or a tour situation where, A, you're not able to talk to each other every day. And when you do, they seem very short because schedules don't line up. Or there's this disconnect between the two because what you're experiencing at home is not what the military member is experiencing overseas. You have these different stressors. Like the military person on deployment is going through whatever stressors they're going through while they're doing their job. But what we also forget is the person at home is going through stressors as well. And they feel, for the most part, sometimes that they're like a single parent because they're playing the role of both parents physically while being there, um, as well as doing whatever they're daily with. Sure. It's it's kind of interesting that you say that because I, I do, I kind of joke about this, but I feel like the reason I was for so that most of the state, yeah. so he went to school in our state, for several years, we weren't. We, we either weren't working the same shifts or we were stately, so we have a lot. Of- yeah, and I think that kind of leads into that whole perspective of you know, you start growing in different directions almost in a sense, right? Um, you get these not can't say that <laughs> you have different goals, you have different looks and aspects on life and what you plan to do with your plan and then when you come back together or even when you're not in a situation where it's a long distance relationship when you're together and you actually sit and have a talk about these goals you actually feel realize we're well yeah i mean we're not together your your goals at 20 years old a young couple yeah is totally different than what 35 absolutely if you didn't grow there's something like you're stifled I found myself stifling my growth in order to promote his. And, and that and never should be the case. Absolutely. No, and I'm not saying that he was forcing that on me. I was taking it myself, I'm sure, but well, to do, do you feel like, though, that you were compartmentalizing a lot of that? And like, you, you were just, you were trying to do compromise, but in your means of compromise, you were actually just giving up. Oh, yes, for sure. And and that's where, like I said, we, we, we got to that point and actually towards I'm, I'm the one that I'm the one that finally brought it up. And I had practiced ahead what, what I wanted a couple months. I, <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I had a really poor timing. <laughs> oh, man. Thanksgiving morning in his grandma's basement. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But it's something neither yeah, of us will ever forget. probably not the uh, best time to say I want a divorce. No, I mean. In retrospect, it, it could have been put. Hey, I'm not ready to marry, or I'm not. I don't want to be married anymore. Can you pass the collard greens, please? Oh yes, I actually did say because I'm I'm wasn't a really good, I'm a great cook now. But at the time, I was like, oh god, I gotta get back for grandma. So I'm like, yeah, I think we need to separate first, that whole thing. Also, I'm gonna need to come back for lunch. <laughs> oh man, I'm, I'm just not even. <laughs> wow. Like no, we had we had dinner that day. We had a very nice family yeah. dinner. Mm-hmm. So I and you know I, I definitely want to bring this up with you, uh, especially because of your marriage was a unique one. But do you feel, and I'm not necessarily as you, but do you feel like there is a chance for couples that have like these very vast different backgrounds, like 
different beliefs, different political leanings? Like, how do you feel about that? Hmm. I, I don't know, because I have heard of couples who, and this is how I treat friendships, where we have very, very different political, mm-hmm. we, we don't have to talk about things. Like, there's common ground. There's common ground on, let's say, 80, 90% of what you believe in. Yeah. But then you have this. But what about political stuff? So you don't talk about politics with your spouse? I'll say, I mean, I feel like you have to. I say so, for instance, my example is, you know, she was more liberal and I was a little more conservative, right? But as time passed, you know, we actually started meeting each other more in the middle because of experiences that we've had and different views. And I think it's a little more unique with a spouse because you're more receptive to listening to their side of the story. So you're a little more... No, what what no, I mean by that is like, you know, like they might see, they, they might give you something that is completely off from your political view. No way could I ever be a part of that, right? Mm, so you're probably not going to believe this, but I like to play... Uh. Well, what? <laughs> I know, super vixen. So close to the time we were getting ready to divorce, they were starting to ordain. Okay. And that was a big, big argument that we had. I'm sure. And I would, I was arguing on, I, I wouldn't even tell you, I mean, obviously I was arguing for reasons why the church was right to let this happen and he was yeah. on the other side. And honestly, it could have gone either way because I can argue, I can argue that too. Like I, I know the enough about the bible i could probably argue that yeah but you know and so i guess why we're literally hitting that subject is i feel that a lot of churches at that point were also preaching towards more the older testament the more brick and mortar or not brick and mortar the more brick and fire <laughs> not brick and mortar Jeez. yeah fire and hailstorm, fire, storm, and, fire and, brimstone. and brimstone thank you wow i, 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 I swear Hailstones. i swear i'm a there's salt pillar a, somewhere i swear i'm a baptist christian <laughs> Um, but you know more about that fire and brimstone, Old Did I just Testament, have to tell you the words that right? Were in the Bible? You uh, you work on the Sabbath day, and the and God shall strike you down. Uh, we we really focus like that earlier on versus Second well, Testament. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. <laughs> what do you? Think? No, no, no. I I, I mean I I'm talking as almost as like 90s, honestly, early 2000s. This is in late 2000s. Yeah, yeah I was about to say. Um, and nowadays you're, you're seeing more of the use of more of the second Testament, you know, more about God's love and his forgiveness. Uh, right. actually, while we're bringing this up, did you see the, uh, Pope actually, I did, did that release and for, for even within the Catholic, uh, bishops and pastors and uh-huh. system like that. So I have an opinion on those things, but we'll, we'll say that for another episode. Oh boy. I wait, what? No, I just said we'll say that for another okay. episode. But no, like, and it's it's just good to see that they're, you know, I think everyone is understanding a little bit more of gray area tolerance, right? Like, my favorite sticker is, I want two men to be able to marry each other while having their guns and smoking weed at the same time. I love it. I, I did phone banking for marriage equality. Like, yeah. I, I, I did all the, but that doesn't mean that I believe everything that necessarily left agenda or whatever we want to call left agenda i don't even know what to call it anymore i'm just saying that i actually yeah that was a big thing in uh illinois when we got that passed so it was 
No, absolutely. Um, I mean, we definitely ran off the rails here, so I guess we should bring this back what? on to the subject, right? Tangentially? No, tangentially. There you go. You're trying to use that word again. It fits for everything. So, back to this whole persona. Trapped versus not trapped, right? I do have to speak on a little part of it that sometimes I do feel we also give up on a relationship before we really should. And I think that is from a product of social media and connections. This now is where we are so, we're so uh, gauged to try and earn our independency that we forget there's a codependency that matters when you're interdependent. Interdependency between codependency yeah, inter, is yeah. bad. Codependency is yeah, yeah, yes, you're right. Inter- interdependency. Codependency. codependency is bad. Yes. Well, yes. I mean, words words matter. Codependency. Right. It feels good. It feels comfortable, but it's not. No, healthy. it's it's not healthy. Absolutely. Interdependency. We're all interdependent. Uh, True. Around you, you know. In, yes, I but I I think so. I mean, especially with a lot of the culture now, where it's you know, it's I can do for me you do for you and then we just do that together there's there's no way that that is an actual successful bounds of a relationship and speaking of social uh, and just in general what we have out there i feel like being in a relationship first of all being in a relationship and a marriage all of that has nothing to do with signing a paper before your witness and saying till death it's the work that actually goes but you have i mean when you think about I think we get so caught up in the fact of there's so many other choices. I don't need to focus and work on what I have. Right. There's just so many. Like it's there's going to a, going fish to a restaurant with, or whatever. Yeah, let's, trust me, the fish are not that great, <laughs> especially in Florida. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I mean, no offense oh, to anyone listening in Florida. Yeah, you just went on ahead and just cut down more of the Florida <laughs> listening. We need that. Jeez. So, and Florida is one of our bigger listening audiences. We're not taking no hits from anyone. We're just starting this. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> it's, it's my it's my bubble. Let me live in it. Um, so anyway, I think it, I mean it's like going to a restaurant and you you have this. I think we have this illusion. Yeah. That our choices are infinite, and our choices aren't infinite. But <laughs> in reality. So okay, so a little bit of playback on that too, though. Like you also can't be. To the point that you don't want to move on because of you're locked and I can't get out of this That's because true. there is no other fishes in the ocean. You don't need a fish to live in the ocean. <laughs> you can live in the ocean all by your damn self. Truth. No, and, and again, there's nothing wrong with that, That's... right? But I look at it that sometimes we are so focused either on ourselves or like you say, all the other choices out there mm-hmm. that maybe we don't initially give something its go that it needs to in its full effort. Absolutely. But to, to your point, I when people said I just said it. We've you, said it a lot sure at work. Did. We've said it a lot at work this week. So to your point, <laughs> there are people who who feel stuck and day because they think they're doing their kids and that's and that's what I did for probably two or three what we did for two or three years. Yeah. We subconsciously made the choice to not do because we didn't know how we didn't know how to become what do the kids say nowadays disentangle and untangled whatever entanglement but we want to be not entangled <laughs> we want to oh, we want to you're detangle. not jada detangle. you're not jada pickett oh god <laughs> 
Not today. <laughs> Not today. <laughs> that was an old one. I had to bring that one back. So, so yes, we uh, a lot of times we try to force something or or failure to make a decision is me. So we, we literally did that for the last couple of years. Marriage was ride just, the tide type thing. Yeah, like yeah. so. Just, I have to ask you: Did you guys get counseling or anything? Did the pastor and the pastor's wife get counseling? No. Why not? No, because we knew, <laughs> we knew it was done. Okay. I had gone through my own my own counseling issues that I had mm-hmm. that, that that were I was I was I was a people pleaser. I was I never said no. I never stood up for myself. I never had any any of my personal decisions. So when I started right. growing, it did change. Okay. We still didn't fight. We were still very apathetic. We never hated each other. We just we just weren't meant to be together. That's fair. I can play that. But what we were doing, and what I told him, speech, my separation to divorce speech. Uh-oh. You had, <laughs> wait, you had a separation to divorce speech? I kid you not. I How used, many pages? Uh, I mm-hmm. used, I, I quoted his sermon week before. Oh my, no, you did not. I said, hey. You did not get up there in Ted Cruz filibuster for a divorce hearing. I know you did this sermon last year, but I listened this time. Oh, man. New Ted Cruz. No, that's Meg's name. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, we just have not been... I mean, we're too scared to step out of where... We like this because it's comfortable. And we... Well, this is not where we're meant to be. Right. And little known fact, like the last couple years we were married, I kept praying... Okay, so my ex-husband, great speaker, he can get up and, and do a sermon, but he doesn't have a lot of one social skills. Maybe okay. he does now, but at that time he didn't. And I was just like, oh, if I could just find him somebody. Oh, <laughs> boy. Yeah. So um, my prayers came true. I'm oh not going gosh. to say exactly how, but um, he met somebody after we got separated right and he was married to divorced so they very quick very very quick <laughs> wait married like married well because he's a pastor right so it's probably not a good look for the whole dating thing I, I don't, six months though <laughs> wait yeah i can't yeah it was quick it was quick six but they're months? still they're still married and they're they they all i ever asked is that i just want i just well, need to make sure she was good wow that's okay if you look statistically, men are... I, I, but six months? I mean, we divorced in 2009. What year is it now? Holy crap. God, I've been divorced for 11 years. <laughs> and oh. I have not had like a super relationship. Why not? I did a lot of personal growth. A lot I of did personal a lot, growth. A lot oh. of changing. I did from Illinois to... A that lot of moving to of, Illinois before. I actually did it twice. Like, I mean, I moved myself and then I moved my daughter. Oh, okay. So All I guess right, it I'll was a lot. Um... Uh, yeah, I don't know why. I probably have a reason, but I'm just going to keep my mouth shut now. So anyway, um, relationships are a lot of hard work. Yeah, no, I, a I lot definitely. of hard work. And one of the, one of the, one of the songs I really like is called, it's called Tuesdays. Tuesdays. Tuesdays I'm not by sure Jake Scott. Um, and the lyrics, I'm quoting a lyric from Jake Scott. Can we afford Tuesdays. to quote these lyrics from Jake Scott's Tuesday? Are we gonna get I'm hit not up for sure. This? I'm not sure Jake Scott has the monetary value to come after us. Okay. I don't Just know. Saying. Hey, Jake. Is this Jake <laughs> not from Jake State from Farm? State Farm. <laughs> not my friend Jake from St. Louis. Okay. It's not just picture perfect dancing in a white dress. I can't <laughs> okay. read my own font. 
I'm saying. It's not just rainy days when nothing stops the fighting. It's not just highs and lows and champagne toasts. I've come to know that love's not only the best days or the worst days. Love is the Tuesdays. Why does it got to be poor Tuesday? What a Tuesday do you Because Tuesdays are mundane. Tuesdays are boring. Okay, yeah. Well, yeah, of course. You have the highs of Fridays. Isn't that the whole point of the vows? You know, in best and worth and best and worst. Worth. So best. And best and worth. Best and worst. <laughs> Great. Now. <laughs> you were saying? Fridays, you have your highs. Like, that's our normal yeah. thought of Fridays are being happy. You know, and you have your lows of Mondays. But it's that middle portion that we aren't really talking about in the vows. Okay. That's true. Okay. I can, I can see where you're going. Well, that's where Jake. But yes, I identify yes, with that. where Jake was going. I identify with that because I... I think that naturally people tend to either, I I, I mean, I find for myself and for people that I've worked with life coaching, you tend to be chasing happiness or running away from sadness and nobody knows how to just be okay. In the middle ground. We don't, yeah, we don't know what that is. Wait, what do you mean there's no fight to be had? Right, (laughs) right. You have like... Where's my next adrenaline coming from? Like, what do I? Why? Why am I not happy? What you know? You're cha- it's like a drug addict almost. Right. You're just constantly saying chasing that consistent high or that 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 first high. So yeah, we just don't know how. Literally, just how to be okay. So it's, now I'm gonna go back to this because this is always your favorite subject topic. Do you think social media or social media connections are warping? The values of relationships. See, look at that. She yes. just like poked up. Like she she was so excited for I this. I will not call out the people on my Facebook who sometimes have to turn off their Facebook page and then turn it back on if they want to message me to say hi. Like I, you get that. And and these people are, they're in a relationship, but they're not satisfied with. So why are they turning on and off their, I'm confused. Because they don't want their person that they're in a relationship with to know that they're messy oh 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 yeah oh wow got it okay yeah. i've called yeah, a few I, people wow out like that, that definitely went over my head there for a <laughs> I second i saw it wow all right well nope, we're back here i saw it i saw it <laughs> back in the yes. lab <laughs> yes that is uh and honestly I, that's happened before so i'm more times than i'd like to admit well i mean it's just the fact that you'll You'll go out on a date or a couple dates or whatever, and then you find out all of a sudden, oh, you're actually not, you're, you're actually married. You're not, you're not divorced yet. Uh-huh. Um, and it doesn't even just have to be, you know, people that I've met through online dating. I had an instant instance a couple years ago where I met somebody. I actually initiated the conversation. We went out on a date and then I did some investigation and I'm like, this guy is actually full on married. Oh. <laughs> like how did I pick him out of this room full of people? Well, that would be Yeah. Yeah. Fun. Yeah, it's a it's an interesting landscape in the pond. In the pond? In the pond with all the Oh, oh, cuz there's more Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. All right, we went from so an I ocean just... to a pond. We're just getting it even smaller. <laughs> I'm just going to go live on my island. It's going to be a glass of water by the end of this show. Holy crap. <laughs> wow. Um, we probably lost like three listeners just because I called out the fact that they're opening up, <laughs> turning on and off. Yeah. You, well, you stop listening to us, then you're it's... You're not liking your posts anymore. I can right. tell you that. I mean, 
Then you're calling yourself out if you stop listening to this. <laughs> Whatever. Oh my gosh. <laughs> wow. Like our page. Uh, or <laughs> no, that is not, not where you, answering your that's message. That's not where you plug our media. No. <laughs> oh man. Um, so I, and I, I do hear you with social media, how it is disengaging, but I do feel no. Social media, I think with a relationship, it, it's fine it, or it can be or not. But the only time I truly feel it enhances it is like the unique situations, like military couples, uh, people that work long distances, things like that, where they have that ability now to be a little more involved in each other's lives, even from afar, like long distance relationships. Right. Like I, I really see where that can come in. I mean, yes. And you do have your tinder apps and things like that that do maybe potentially cause how do you say it like more of a quantity over quality type aspect more in the younger generation and things like that where you know you have the phrase of just swipe left swipe right things like this where they're not really looking for a connection emotionally (laughs) there's a connection just not (laughs) there's something there there's you know, I mean, honestly, you think about it. These apps and things like this have normalized uh, casual relationships. They've they've made it, see- they've made it more easily available. Yeah, I'm not saying that that is what every single person out there that is going to do. I'm just saying. Oh no 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 no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm right. saying I don't know that I don't know that casual relationships weren't normalized before. They just weren't as readily available. Okay. Yeah. All right. I see. Yeah, like you had to go to a bar and pick somebody up. Like you, like there yeah, was, they're, there they're... were things that had to happen. Like you had to leave your house. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes you can just order well, it and on it, Tinder. It, well, yeah. That's oh gosh. <laughs> no. All right. So, anyways, <laughs> you, know, you know, I have. To, I. <laughs> we talking. Uh, so, <laughs> um. Yeah, we're getting. Yeah. FCC is coming I, for us. When I, I first moved down here, I lived in a in a house where I rented a room with a just a, a group of. Uh, gay guys and it was a it was a fun house (laughs) but we did joke about let's see if we can get thanksgiving dinner brought to us by swiping no we didn't do it but man (laughs) now i kind of want to i mean i don't have plans this thanksgiving so maybe i can see like who can bring the side dish what i don't i don't really know what (laughs) that's supposed to mean the mashed potatoes the stuffing The turkey. Stop winking. That doesn't make that better at all. <laughs> that, was, that was involuntary. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh my gosh. I mean, I could order from Publix, but wouldn't it be more fun to well, swipe your way to Thanksgiving dinner? But then wouldn't you get that social interaction that you were talking about that this doesn't exist because of social media? I didn't Ooh. say I was going to talk to them. They just oh. have to drop it at the door. <laughs> all right. You know what? Nope. <laughs> Leaving that alone, not touching that. We actually should do. We'll, we'll put that in the notes. We should do a, an episode on on something to do with 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 dating. Nowadays. Online dating. dating. Holy wow! Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's shit out there you don't even. Is that is that, a, is that a is that a is that a full bottle of wine episode? Yes, a piece. A piece. Oh gosh. <laughs> no, I I I still have a. I mean. Even if I were to be like totally engaged in a relationship, I probably would keep online dating apps just because it's funny. Oh, this would oh. be like literally your 
for yeah. per entertainment type oh, situation. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, I get that. I mean, it can all make. I mean, yeah, it's funny. Oh, There's man. some funny stuff out there. I'm telling you, guys are horrible. <laughs> I have a whole photo album of just oh, screenshots of stuff I've taken. That sounds bad. That sounds worse yeah, that, than what it you, is. Look, you're, that's you're, a whole different. You... That's a whole different folder. <laughs> no, stop. <laughs> Please. That's what I'm saying. I'm Why are they sending out. shit? Oh God, <laughs> save me! Wow, wow. From the from the preacher's wife. <laughs> yeah. God bless you. <laughs> bless your heart. Oh boy. <laughs> what? No, you're fine. Um, no, I. It's. <laughs> you don't know <laughs> I don't even know what to say to it. I don't. <laughs> you're just thinking. Wow, Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, no. You're just thinking, are we going to be able to put this episode out or not? I'm. That's well. It's 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 getting recorded, so it's going. Hey. Yeah. Dang. Well, so I guess that was uh, relationships. That that, was, that that went off the rails. That was more information than Kim intended to share. That was uh, that was a. I don't even know if that was a gray episode. I don't really know what to call that one. That was probably red. <laughs> We're, we're not in black, wait. Uh, oh my god. Or gray. I don't know. All right. Is red is red what red would be associated with like what we talked about, right? Like Sure. I think red is I the think right. You could. The right color. Yep. So you ready to drop the bomb on what we're going to talk about next week? <laughs> well, actually. Oh wait, next week we're going to well, talk we're gonna about have our puppies, interview. puppies and cats, right? No, we're going to have our interview next. So first we're going yeah. to find, well, not we're going to find, but we have a volunteer? We have a volunteer. Police? Yes. We have one. He's going to... We're, we're going to ask him a lot of the hard questions about police and policing in this state today. Has he listened to our show? Maybe not this episode. Maybe let's well, not... Well, I don't let... think he could get to this episode seeing it's not even out yet. <laughs> so, I mean, we're literally recording it right now. So, I don't... I okay. mean, unless he's literally like standing out there with like a microwave uh, microphone or whatever they call those things microwave microphone what the, the cia things the, the spy microphone all right anyway so and then followed by that we're going to take our own take on you know policing the police the state and, of police in the world right like the reforming day-to-day yeah things i'd like to see you know thing things that i think can be a big difference so Sounds like a fun episode. No, it will be. So, I mean, I'm, we don't really have questions to pose to our listeners today, huh? Just maybe just send in your your stories, your relationship stories. The good ones, the best ones, the worst ones, the funny ones, please. Yeah, absolutely. Especially the funny ones. <laughs> so, where can you find us again? At all things black and white. God bless it. See, I it. mess it See? up again. Every time. That's because I don't have my, my, my screen where I need you it. You need your cue card up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where's my cue card, boy? I don't know. Uh, what? Now there's a cue card? No. Uh, <laughs> where can you find us on social everything. media? At all things B N W J K. All right, that's gonna be for Instagram. That's gonna be for Twitter. That's gonna be for our Facebook. Page. You're gonna find us at Gmail if you so feel that you want to uh, send us an email, and please do. We're looking for a lot of your feedback and your support. In here. It will definitely help us with content and, and figuring out what it is that you're interested in us delving into. It also has a link to our website on Anchor, where even if you want to leave us an actual voice message that we can input and embed in the show, 
We're still waiting for those types of feedbacks, too. We like those. Absolutely. And while you're checking us out on social media, don't forget to actually click and follow and um, send us a review on Facebook, platforms Apple, you listen on. Spotify, things like that. Help us get rated. Those things. Those, those Amazon. Yeah, Amazon. I, I actually submitted. Oh, really? Amazon has a podcast listening Amazon service? Music. Oh, Amazon Music. Duh. Yeah, I knew that. Tell you, you can find podcasts anywhere, though. All right, guys. Well, thank you for taking the time out, and we appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you.